What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Antisocial Network, where every other week I'll have guests join me to discuss a trending topic in pop culture and see how we can cultivate deeper conversation. I'm your host, Aaliyah, and this week I'm excited to have one of my best friends and certainly my oldest friend, Ayana, here on the podcast. We've known each other since third grade, so after 15 years of friendship, we've had plenty of experience talking to each other about all sorts of things. In this episode, we start the conversation with Issa Rae's latest project, Sweet Life LA. Sweet Life LA gives a unique look at what it means to be young, black, and ambitious, and in constant pursuit of one's dreams. Exploring themes of loyalty, legacy, and love, this coming-of-age series follows a group of longtime friends in South LA as they navigate the relatable, chaotic mid-twenties moments at the quarter-life mark and propel each other into adulthood success. So, I thought this would be a good thing to discuss on the podcast because essentially it's kind of what my podcast is about, right? Like, us navigating young adulthood. And as black people, (laughs) we can definitely relate to the black people that we see on the TV. Especially being the same age group as us. Exactly. So I guess it would be interesting to talk about how it relates to us as we watch it and how we feel it portrays us as a group of people or uh, two adults that are kind of living the same timeline. And how we can learn from it. Yeah. Learn from their mistakes. Yeah. Okay. So there's a lot that goes on in this show. There's been six episodes already. We've watched all six. And, <laughs> you know, it's drama yes lots of drama as expected it's a reality tv show but self-discovery yeah they're all figuring out themselves what they feel comfortable with who they are Mm -hmm. what they want to do in their lives Mm -hmm. and who they want to share their time with yeah there are couples that are trying to move in together they've been together for eight years i asked my boyfriend if we were dating for eight years would we move in together or like would you propose and he was like oh well i don't see a problem some people just need their own space and sometimes coming together with another person kind of like messes them up they're not ready for that yet and you know there's a whole discussion about if they're ready or not if the guy gerald is ready or not to move in with his girlfriend cheryl yes and he talks about you know his anxieties about it but at first it was kind of like he just said it surface level like he's not ready to do it but he needed something more to kind of push him to become ready which is what a lot of people do is look for validation in other people but why do we need validation because like i feel like we don't know what we're doing (laughs) (laughs) to an extent yeah yeah like we i mean none of us have lived this life before no and i mean it's literally kind of like i mentioned earlier like we're thrown in a pool and now we're trying to come up for air and it's like can you swim or drown and it's like you know we're kind of in the shallow end so if we just stand up <laughs> you'll be okay i <laughs> think we like, can figure it out ourselves yeah once if we you, try right once you like put in the effort i think you know it's definitely difficult but you realize it's not that bad and it's actually more you know liberating once you take steps to do 
your own thing, live your own life. Yes, you don't need to constantly search for validation from other people to make decisions. Like Instagram and everything, like you're just putting a picture of yourself that you want people to see, but what's really below the surface? All the work that goes into that picture. How many times did you fix your hair? How many times did you ask yourself which one to post? You gotta be sure of yourself, confident, and be the realest you you can be. And even after you post it, like you might look confident in the photo, but like after you post it, if you're sitting here looking at the likes every yes. second and figure out how many interactions you've had with your post and all this stuff, I mean, not that we don't all do that in some sense, but like there has to be a balance. Like, are you really as confident as successful as whatever that you're putting on but i we know what we see right so mm -hmm. it's like like pj pulling up in the mclaren like who are you flexing for and is it a constant flex like with an underlying brokenness or like, like do you need therapy my guy exactly like, like why do you feel the need and what i noticed is he's a little bit of an awkward guy he's a yes. little bit weird and that's there's nothing wrong with that i am awkward and weird myself we're Same all here. exactly that's why we're friends <laughs> um but it's like he's overcompensating for that because he i don't know is he trying to get in with the group is he trying to feel more like them exactly and that's where i think you know the whole quote like gangsters move in silence i i'm not <laughs> I a gangster yeah, yeah. <laughs> by any means but you have to be a humble person in order to be successful long term and so like you have to know that like like you have to know your worth and know that and i there's nothing better than doing things below the surface and then popping up and getting and, recognized and getting like know what you're on like know your shit like know like i keep saying you're worth so like to me it's like a like a sneak attack like y'all are gonna under i love it i love being I underestimated love and popping up and showing them what you can really do exactly. like y'all didn't know i could do this exactly and i kind of feel like i'm you know as we move through this quarter life part of our oh, uh, so I know it sounds Ugh. really weird um, but as we move through this like young adulthood mid-20s you know finding our way it's like I don't remember the point I was gonna make I just I always wish that life would fast forward and I can have a house and I can have all my own things but I know that there's a long road before you get there and it's hard and it's difficult and you have to figure out a whole bunch of stuff yeah. and you gotta stop comparing yourself to other people because yeah. people move at different speeds and it's so difficult to do that mm -hmm. I know you yourself are ready to move out of the house yes yes I am I really want to move out yeah so I mean going from college back home <clears throat> I was saying like I haven't lived at home since I left for college that was 2015 so yeah six years which when I say it now out loud that sounds really crazy but you know college it doesn't really feel like no anything it's just yeah you're not on your own yet for real no you got everyone around you friends people that you can grow with people mm -hmm. you can learn from yeah groups of people that you learn in adulthood and stuff like practice for kind of the real world yeah and so, yeah, I have been, like, I guess, on my own as an adult 
for two years. And so that is definitely a newer feeling, but I'm imagining going from that to going back home because a lot of people were forced to go back home because of the pandemic and everything and they can't find a job or you know school is closed and you know you're doing at home virtual learning that's the thing i'm so glad we graduated when we did okay (laughs) great black females graduated from college oh yeah (laughs) say that shit (laughs) it's black girl magic for sure (laughs) no i really do love it and like that's part of the thing i love about like my whole circle from school my whole circle in Houston because like everybody that I met in Houston is like black professional Mm -hmm. so I met them through work or I met them through my work friends Mm -hmm. and so yeah it's really good to see black people like thriving and doing their thing prosper yeah and that's again leading us back to the show so like that's really what the show is about it's trying to i guess show us a vision of what black success black excellence is Mm -hmm. and i think that really was isa's goal in this and i when you know you watch you know things get a little messy there's some drama and stuff (laughs) so like it i I'm always like, okay, is it going to teeter that line of, like, this is just more messy black TV, and I don't want that to be the case. No. So, what, what what's the latest fight that just happened? The latest fight that just happened was another birthday fight. Oh, shit. <laughs> it really, they were both birthday fights. They were, because the birthday is a very special time for people, very emotional, very important to some people. Mm-hmm. Some people don't regard it the same, but... That's literally the day you came into this world. That's the most important day. So yeah. you shouldn't disrespect someone on that day. Yeah, so Tylen had a birthday party, and she had, what, 23 people, she said? Yes. Going to Sexico. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were going to Mexico. And so Amanda, mm-hmm. she was saying that <laughs> You know, that's a lot of people with a lot of different personalities to be in one place, you know, drinking and all that turning up. For an extended stay again. For, again. (laughs) So, yeah, one of her sets of friends... Okay, wait, pause. Before we go any further, I wanted to take a quick second to note that we definitely fumbled on the names here. The girl who will be referred to as Cassie is actually Candace and her boyfriend's name is Kaylin. Now, back to the conversation. Cassie and I can't remember her man's name, but they're both friends. Cassie's boyfriend is cousins with Jalen, who is Tylen's boyfriend. Yes. And apparently they're like the wild card couple that are friends with Tylen, but they're not a part of the wood, quote unquote. And so there's a, a brunch or something and Cassie is that her name Cassie? I think so. Okay. She shows up late. Yeah, she shows up her and her man show up late. And, you know, Tyler makes a note of it. In her head she's like, That's Strike one. R- right. That's disrespectful, like be on time. But she doesn't say anything. She did in her announcement for the next activity. Yes. So later that night, 
Jordan is hosting like a tequila tasting for them all. It's supposed to be like the sophisticated like not throwing back shots. Right. It's like you're flavor you're tasting the flavor right. of each. One thing. of the tequila had been aged for like six years. So like it's a sophisticated thing. <laughs> <laughs> and um Again, Tyler makes an announcement, be on time tonight. Like, this is a an actual thing. They invited some guy to come and, like, tell them about the tequilas and the explain stories. to them the stories and why they taste the way they do and all of that. And guess who walks in late? Again. Cassie and her man. And, I mean, we knew this was coming. Just how yeah. they set it up. They set it up. We knew it was coming. At this point, she probably feels like it's a slap in the face. Like, does does that give you the right to, like, stop being friends with someone if they start doing that crazy stuff on your birthday? Out it, of country. It, get, I don't know. It, it definitely warrants a conversation. <laughs> yeah. Which is what Cassie wanted from Thailand, but Thailand. Was she like, was not in that She wasn't in, exactly. Yet. She was like, I'm, I can't have this talk right now. They're probably a little drunk at this point. Emotional. Like, she's definitely emotional. She had already started crying because Cassie was in her face. Literally in her face, like on her neck. Right. Trying to like kiss her and all over, like oh. like telling her she loves her. Like, tell me I'm your favorite. Tell, tell me like, you know that I love you. Like all this stuff in her face. And Tylan's just trying to keep it together because it's her birthday and she doesn't really want to cry. But she gets over emotional in that moment overcome with emotion and does cry Mm -hmm. and then you'd think the main person that would back off would be Cassidy or whatever her name is but she just keeps going when someone's like berating you it's hard to even know what you're feeling in that moment yeah she was just really in her face and she was like kind of I felt claustrophobic watching her hold her I was like this like yeah like let go of me yeah 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 that was it was really ridiculous and Tylen was just like I'm not trying to speak right now like I can't but Cassie was pushing it at one point Tylen walks away Cassie but follows she's grabbing her her arm like mm-hmm. Cassie follows her and again is trying to talk and Tylen's like I'm not trying to talk like why won't you hear me right now and she says that she did she's not listening they both it's like a breakdown of communication they just both mm-hmm. yelling at each other at this point yeah so. I mean, that was how the episode ended, <laughs> with us not knowing how they are going to resolve this fight of friends that have been friends for years, I'm assuming. Time, yeah. yeah. So that's, I think she kind of just let whatever slide. Like, you shouldn't let things slide with yeah. friends. You should let them know if it's... Because she had talked about it like it was habitual behavior. Like, she's yes. a con- like she said it was like a personality trait. she always trait. does this. This mm-hmm. is just them. Mm-hmm. Like, um, at one point, you should realize that that's not okay. Right. You're just kind of conditioned into thinking it's okay. And you could tell that they had kind of grown apart. As they fr- were not on grown different apart. They had, levels. Yeah, they were on very different ways, different wavelengths, different pages, <sighs> all of that. And so it was awkward. Mm-hmm, it was frustrating kind of to watch. Because they, they want to be friends. Mm-hmm. Like, they've been friends for forever. They just don't know how anymore. And that's, yeah. that's scary. Yeah. It is. It's a scary thought to think about, like, losing friends. Nobody wants to lose friends because it, it always feels so weird. Like, how did that happen? Right. How did it just go from being best friends to not anymore? Mm-hmm. Gratefully, I haven't really had to lose any friends. Me neither. <laughs> I think I, I pick the good ones, and they stay as constants for the most part in my life. But yeah, they were on two completely different 
pages and like it was just like they were like I don't know how to you guys would just have to see it yeah you'd have to watch to know this feeling of just being two friends being pulled apart yeah, maybe it hits a little different for us because we've been friends so long. <laughs> like, that, that would never happen. Uh-uh, no, no. Yeah, no, but there's definitely a communication that needs to be ha- happening there because Tarlin is not wrong for being upset, but she's wrong for holding it in for so long if it's something that bothers her consistently. I think she was trying to give them more chances, though. Like, you yeah. always want to give people chances to correct yeah. the behavior that's wrong or whatever. And at a certain point... I guess they're like they're probably like family, honestly, and their their boyfriends are cousins, so they're damn near family anyway. That's awkward. I think they're gonna resolve it though. I just think that like they both are drunk and emotional right now. Okay. Yeah. Because it's really intense. Yeah. (laughs) If I've learned anything in the past year, it's that growing up can be painful, but it can also be rewarding. The growing pains of life are ultimately unavoidable. Some of us may feel it more intensely or in more ways than others, but I've also learned that this pain shapes who we become as people. It molds our lives by adding and removing people, things, and characteristics within ourselves that serve or no longer serve us. We can try to outrun adulthood, but if we choose to embrace our growth rather than reject it, we find that we'll be more at peace within ourselves and the way in which we navigate the world. I'll be honest, the thought of experiencing anything painful is scary, but I'd like to offer some advice from a man much wiser than me. Just like sunshine and rain, well, I think y'all know the rest. Thank you all so much for tuning back into the Antisocial Network, and thank you so much to Ayana for joining me in chatting this week. I'd like to invite you all to continue to connect with those around you, develop and grow your own networks, and I'll catch y'all in the next episode. Peace.